Welcome to Spring Ridge Church Podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor, Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. If every dog has its day, I should be barking. (laughs) If every bird has a song, I should be singing. If every saint has a praise, I should be praising I have been tested, and therefore I have a testimony. I have been in a fight, and I have seen the victory. I have climbed up the rough side of the mountain, and I have seen what is ahead. Are there low places? Yes. But for every low place, there is a high place. For every setback, there is a setup. Amen. I have looked back over the trail behind me, and I've seen goodness and mercy following me. I look ahead of me and I have faith and I have hope and I know that beside me Jesus and his angels are with me. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I have so much to be thankful for. Amen. Look at him and say, neighbor, I have so much to be thankful for. Amen. Can we give the Lord praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus, we love you today. If you if you have your Bible, you're comfortable, stand with me and turn your Bibles to Psalms chapter 1. Amen. On the first day of creation, light was born. Everybody said the first day. And in the New Testament, we worship the Lord on the first day of the week. And I pray that today, the light of the Creator God would be reborn in us today. How many of you want the Lord to turn the light on? Amen. Let there be light today. Amen. In the beginning, this first day of the week, in the first day of the week, in the beginning was the Word. And I would say, echo what Brother Ryan has said, you've already made the best decision for the rest of your week by being in the house of God. Can God? Can we give the Lord praise? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Psalms chapter 1 and verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his, in God's law, doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Everybody say rivers of water. Say like a tree. Like a tree that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doth doeth shall prosper. Everybody say like a tree. Amen. Father, we love you today. I pray that you would help me to bless the people of God through your word. 
I pray that, Lord Jesus, that in all of my frailties and weaknesses and inabilities, Lord, to communicate and be clear, I pray that your spirit would make up the difference. I pray that everyone here today would leave full of your word, that we would leave full of your spirit, and that, Lord God, when we walk from this place, that we would leave with our burdens left behind and a sense of vision and purpose for the things ahead. And everybody said in Jesus' name, amen, like a tree. You may be seated. Like a tree. There is a reality that is true for the tree. No doubt that is true for us as well. There are times of torrential rain. There are times of hurricane winds. There are times of unbearable droughts. However, there is something about a tree that is planted by the rivers of water of the good Lord. The good word of God tells us that the Lord does for them that will follow after him. Blessed is the man. You know, I I truly believe that when we decide that we're going to plant ourselves at the intersection of faith, hope, and charity, we have made a decision that will always bring the dividends of God's blessing in our life, no matter what season we may be in. It is possible for a tree in the dead of winter where it seems there is no life, that deep in the roots, in the ground, it is still being preserved and is still yet alive. Not a bud to be seen, not a leaf to be found, but that tree in the hardest part of the year, it is yet alive. Amen. On the grayest day, on the coldest day, there is life in the tree because the tree is sustained by things we cannot see. Can I tell you, we all have been through seasons like the cold and the dead of winter. But here we are today in another season, going into a winter season. Amen. In the natural world. But I'm telling you today that the blessed is the man. The Bible says of the man, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit. Everybody say in his season. Say it again, in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. You know, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but I have noticed in my yard, and even more so, I noticed in my neighbor's yard. If there is a group of plants that are blessed to be planted where they are, it would be my neighbor's yard. My neighbors are very uh, focused on the care and tending to their yard. It often looks like a national park. It's got beautiful stones where beautiful stones will look nice. Boulders where boulders look nice. Beautiful green grass. They blow it multiple times a day, it would seem. They take immaculate care of their yard. 
And I noticed something yesterday while driving by their yard. Their leaves were withering. Now, I know my leaves were withering, but I'm not near as uh, careful for the things that are planted in my yard. But I would say if there are any plants in the whole wide world that are well tended to, these, these plants are well tended to. But the Bible tells us that the tree that is planted by the rivers of water of our Lord's, the, the leaves never wither. They never wither. It doesn't matter what time of the season we may find ourselves. If we will choose to plant ourselves by the river of the Lord, no matter what season we may be in, we will have everything we need to survive. Amen. We will have the strength to stand and we will be a testimony to say, I made it through another season. Amen. Amen. You know, I have in my mind this tree planted by the rivers of water. I believe the tree is also, its roots are not in some just uh, uh, soily, sandy, weak uh, uh, sand that doesn't hold up in the flood. But I have in my mind this beautiful tree Amen. By the rivers of water, but there is a rock nearby. Amen. And that tree has wrapped its roots through the cracks in the rock. It has wrapped its roots around the rock. And when the flood may come, the tree still stands because it has put its roots down in that absolute word of God. Amen. The word of the Lord that's like a rock. Amen. It doesn't change. It's absolute. It will endure the test of time. It will stand for all eternity. And that is where I want my roots Settle down deep in the Word of God. It is forever settled in heaven. And if the Word of God says it, I believe it. It's settled for me. I don't care how the world tries to redefine words, change words, delete words. The Word of God is settled for me. And in there will I put my roots. I want to wrap my soul in love and honor and dedication to the Word of God. The word of the Lord, the spirit of God. Amen. It is like, it is like a rock, but it is also like a river. Amen. There are things that are absolute. They're settled. Amen. And if I read it in the word, that settles it for me. It settles it for me. But there is a, there is a dynamic nature to God that while his word doesn't change, Amen. He works in mysterious ways. Amen. God's miracles come in different ways. Amen. Rarely does God do the same thing in the same way. 
amen, how God saved you might be a little different than how God saved somebody else. I'm not talking about the plan of salvation, but the process of salvation. No one's been through the valleys just like you have been, and no one's climbed the mountain in the same spot you have. We all have a different path, and God wants to have within us to experience this experience a blessing. Amen. The paradox of a rock and a river. Amen. I was just discussing this this morning with a pastor friend of mine. That God is like a rock and a river. And he said, well, you know, it is a paradox because God has so many different facets to his reality. Amen. He, when There are times when he's a shepherd and we are a sheep. Amen. There are times he's a father and we are a son. There are times when he is a king and we are a servant. Amen. And all of these things are true. And I said to him, I guess God's got as many facets to him as there are stars in the sky. Whatever it is that you need in your life, my God will be that to you. If you're sick, he is a physician. If you're troubled, he is a counselor. Amen. If you are, if you are an orphan, he is a father. Amen. If you're hungry, he is a... Come on, somebody. Amen. Like a tree, like a tree. I want to be not just like any tree, but like a tree that is planted by the wa- the river of waters, the waters of rivers, the river of waters. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You know, I, I, I'm, I'm not preaching long today. It's too early to say that, but I have intentions of not preaching long today but as I was meditating on this message this morning I began to meditate on the parable of the father that had two sons I know we tell it as the parable of the prodigal but there is more to the story than just the prodigal if you were to go back and I thought about reading but it's a lot of scripture so I'm just going to tell you the story, and those that you, you know know it, you can check me, and those that haven't read it, you can go back and read it. It is a it is a parable of much, much depth, and we can learn so much from it. This father had two sons, and there came a day when the, the younger son came to his father and said, Father, I want you to give me that which... It's going to come to me. I want it now. And I, I really believe there's a lot there. I haven't discovered it yet. I asked some preachers. Nobody gave me an answer yet. I believe there's a lot there. So this father, I, I can't imagine that the way I see it in my cultural view is maybe there's, there's something there. But in this parable, the father takes and gives the younger son his inheritance. And the younger son, everybody say he gets the blessing of the father. He's in the father's house. He gets the blessing of the father while he's in the father's house. And when he is full of the father's blessing, he leaves the father's house. And the Bible says that he wastes his substance with riotous living. Until the point that he doesn't have anything left that he had when he left the father's house. Amen. I, 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 I think that, that a lot of times, well, I, I'll get there in a minute. 
The Bible says that, that he, he finally attaches himself to a citizen of the country where he's at. And he's put out in the field and his job, the way that he is going to sustain himself, is to feed uh, 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 pigs. He's in the pig pen. He is feeding pigs. Now, I'll be honest. I'm thankful for the New Testament. We can eat anything if we eat it in thanksgiving to the Lord. Amen. If we eat it in thanksgiving to the Lord, the Lord sanctifies it. I do appreciate that. Somebody say, praise God. Amen. We are no longer, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. We are no longer held by a legalistic view of days to keep and things to eat and things not to do in, in an Old Testament sense. There is no doubt wisdom in that, and we would do well to try to seek the wisdom. But we know in the New Testament, it is no longer a touch not, taste not. It is a higher level of living. Somebody said amen. But in the parable, Jesus is speaking to a group of people that the most unclean of things, of all unclean things, would have been a pig. And here is a young man who had been raised by his father and experienced the best of things from a Jewish cultural perspective. This boy was in the worst kind of state. He was in a pig pen. He went from being full and blessed in the father's house to where he's over in a pig pen and he doesn't have anything to eat. The Bible says he would have... Filled his belly with the corn husk. And he had a revelation. And he said, I will arise and go to my father's house. Because in my father's house, his servants have bread enough and to spare. And I perish here with the pigs. I will arise and go to my father and say, Father, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me a servant. I heard someone say recently that the prodigal prior to his exodus, he had a give me mentality. But the thing that brought him to a point of revelation, it wasn't about what God gave him. He said, make me, God, I pray that you would help us transition from a give me to a make me. Because I'm telling you, that is where we can really be experience the blessing the Lord brings into our life. And so we see he comes to his father and he doesn't even get to give his spiel. The Bible says the father sees him a great way off and the father runs the beautiful song from years ago when God ran to me <laughs> amen to see our heavenly father when he sees us a great way off he doesn't wait for us to get to him he comes to where we are and he restores us to a place we could never deserve amen and he brings him home and he says to his servant, go and get him the best garment. Get him some good shoes. Hallelujah. Probably some clean brand new socks. I don't know, but the Bible tells us that the father takes every 
dirty, nasty thing about him and puts on him the best robe. It wasn't coming from the Goodwill box in the garage. Amen. They went and got the best robe. They even gave him a ring to put on his finger. And they began to rejoice. Bring hither the fatted calf. Everybody say barbecue. <laughs> Woo! Let's light up the grill. Amen. You want a ribeye? Okay. You want a T-bone? Okay. You, 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 you want a... Hallelujah. I'm feeling hungry right now. Thank you, Jesus. And so you can, you can just smell the, the, the barbecue in the air. And you can hear the music going around. And you can hear the laughing. And the, because everyone in the house knew that, that the Father was happy. Amen. The Father's happy. The house is happy. The servants are happy. And, and the Bible says that the, the elder brother comes and he hears the music. He's like, what, what is this about? His father says to him, your brother who was gone, he's come back. And that elder brother said, so? He shamed you. He wasted your stuff. He brought shame to our name. The father said, this my son was dead and is alive. Should we not rejoice? And the elder brother said, I've been with you all the time. And you never gave me a party. And the father said, hey buddy, everything here is yours. You can party every day if you want to. Amen. Say that with me. I'm in the Father's house. Amen. I'm telling you that you don't have to go out to rejoice and celebrate. You don't have to go out and lose everything to appreciate what you got. I'm telling you that there are two errors that are in the prodigal story. It's not just the prodigal in the pig pen, but it's the guy that lives in the house and doesn't even know what he's got and doesn't live within the realm that God has given him access to. Amen. I want you to know today, you can be seated, that there is something wonderful that is available to us. Amen. God, God, that prodigal said, I'm, I'm here in this pig pen. I don't have anything to eat. I don't have anything to eat. I don't want to eat this pig slop. But I remember the lowest person in my father's house. They ate, they got seconds, they took leftovers home, and, and they had bread enough in despair. I will arise and say, Father, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Can I tell you, it isn't that, 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 that humble position of the soul that says, Lord God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Amen. The Father rewards such a mentality. Amen. We must be delivered from the sense that we're just doing our duty. Amen. We're just doing what's expected. Amen. And just expect God to come dig us up out of wherever we are on the property and realize everything in the house house belongs to us and we don't have to wait for the prodigal to come home we can celebrate when it's just
just us until the prodigal comes home. Like a tree. Amen. I applaud the elder brother. He didn't leave. I applaud the elder brother. He stayed. Amen. There are a lot of wonderful things to appreciate about the elder brother. Amen. I'm so glad. Amen. That he stayed. Amen. He was spared a lot of trouble and situations that would be regrettable because he stayed. But can I tell you, there is a tragedy of living in poverty in the father's house. God doesn't want you to just barely make it, miserably make it through the day. Even though you have a walk with God, you have missed out on so much that God has for you oh God is like a rock but let me tell you God is like a river amen you can walk in it you can swim in it you can shout in it you can swim in it you can experience the dynamic flow of God's purpose When we decide to plan ourselves at the intersection of faith, hope, and charity, faith is a sense of positivity. Hope is an expectation of better things. And charity is a spirit of kindness and care. Can I tell you that that faith, hope, and charity isn't really about anybody else. It's about you. It's a care and feeding of your own soul. Amen. Sometimes you got to wake up and realize, hey, I don't know where this doubt came from. I don't know where this fear came from, but I'm going to shake this off. I refuse to walk in the garment of heaviness. I'm going to put on the garment of praise. Amen. We have to sometimes shake ourselves from being infected and and being bound down by the hopelessness of the situation in our world and lift up our eyes. I I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That I have hope that is beyond this life. Some glad morning we shall see Jesus in the air coming after you and me. Joy is ours to share and what rejoicing there will be when the saints shall rise headed for that jubilee yonder in the sky and oh what singing and oh what shouting on that happy morning when we all shall rise We don't have to wait to get there. We can go at oh, what's singing and oh, what's shouting right now on this Sunday morning before we all rise here in the Father's house. We can celebrate for the things we've got. Here we are and here he is. We might as well. (laughs) Hallelujah. Can we give the Lord praise? Amen, I come here today to tell you, amen, wherever you laid your faith down, pick it up. Amen, if you pick it up and it's dull, sharpen it. Amen, if you laid down your prayer, uh, your prayer garment, pick it up. Amen, and dust it off. Amen, I'm telling you, God has something better. God has something greater. God has a purpose that is greater than anything we can fully comprehend. 
Amen. Can we just raise our hands? I'm through. We're not going to have any singing this morning, but I'm going to make a general appeal. Amen. Put on the garment of praise. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I have decided. Amen. I'm going to worship. Amen. I have decided. I'm going to praise. I have decided. I'm going to walk in faith. I have decided. I'm going to be filled with the Spirit, I by the river of water, I will be planted because I am going to be blessed. Stand together with me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I'm more blessed than I realized. <laughs> How many of you are thankful today? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. I have heard Brother Jerry Dillon say this so many times. I have probably rolled my eyes when he said it. Oh, I'm the only one. I'm sorry. It's all right. He says, how would you worship God? If every one of your prayers were answered. Amen. Let's try it. Oh, y'all must not have much you've been praying about. Amen. Come on, it's your turn. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. I have faith today. Hallelujah. God is working like a tree. And the wind is blowing. I'm going to give God praise with my limbs and my leaves. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Can we rejoice in advance so we don't have to wait to have a party when the prodigal shows up? When he shows up, we're already having a party. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. I'm glad today that God loves us. Amen. To meet us wherever we're at and to take us however we are. But I'm glad He loves us more than to leave us where He finds us and leave us how He finds us. He has better things in store for me. Say that with me. God has better things. In store for me. Lord help me to receive it. Help me to believe it. Help me to pursue it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Just a few weeks ago I was praying for someone in the service. And the Lord spoke to me for them. But when I prayed it and I said it to them. I felt like it was a it was something that it's true for everyone. Amen. The promise is something you receive. But at the same time the promise is something that is in front of you. The Lord gave the children of Israel the promise of the promised land. And they walked and they lived in promise. But they came to a point that they had promise. But they were living in houses they didn't build. 
They were eating fruit from trees they didn't plant. And so they had promise, and they were living in promise, and they were surrounded by promise, and promise was their reality. Can I tell you, we are like the children of Israel in the promised land. We have the promise. We are surrounded by promise. We're drinking from the wells of promise. We're eating the fruit of promise. We live in the house of promise. And I'm telling you, we just need to wake up and realize, look what God has already done. Look how God has brought us already. Do I believe God has greater things? Yes, but look what we already got. Maybe the Lord wants to see if we'll praise Him for what we have. Amen. And believe. Amen. And rejoice because of what He's already done. And when we wake up to that, that might be the very key that opens the door to the next step in God's promise. How many of you want what's next? Worship for worship God for what is now. Can we do that one more time in the name of Jesus? Thank you today, God. 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 In the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, You're blessed. Tell them, neighbor, you're blessed. (laughs) Let's give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah.